What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers.
y'all peace and blessings god bless y'all i'm jarvis kingston i hope y'all doing all right in these times that run i hope that y'all staying strong and getting through each day as as much as you can you know now today i want to discuss about food shortages inflation supply chain crisis and labor shortage as well i've done a few uh, messages about this like earlier when i first started my podcast last year um, but this one, I want to do like a part two to it because things are hitting the core even harder. You know, the more you go grocery shopping, the more empty the shelves are. And, you know, grocery shopping used to be fun years ago. Nowadays, it's not, fr- it's not fun anymore because, um, they, they don't have nothing in these shelves, you know, like whether you try to get some water or you just try to get some snacks or whatever, cooking stuff. It'd be just flat empty, man. And it's just like, wow, like what the hell's going on out here? You know what I mean? And from top down, the order is that, you know, the supply chain crisis is an issue because, of course, the pandemic and many people are resigning. More people are quitting jobs. So there's a lot of positions that aren't filled and there's not enough people in the workforce in these um, type of fields, in, top of these, in, in these types of industries. And then truck drivers are getting laid off. Truck drivers are getting fired. A lot of truck drivers are quitting, too. So they're the ones who transport all the goods and products to each store or restaurant or grocery store or supermarket out there, right? And another thing that's going on is just not only gentrification, but gentrification with farmers. A lot of farmers are getting squeezed out. A lot of farmers are getting brought out by the government or, you know, movers and shakers. You know, these farmers are basically just taking money and running off because the government basically bullied them and kind of took over their little agriculture that they have going on. So most of these stores and supermarkets, they get their stuff from independent farmers. And those partnerships tend to go down the drain because the government gets involved and uh, basically buys out these farmers. And they all this grass and land, they just build buildings and plazas with it, you know. So that's kind of shady business as well. And then you also have um, a lot of people not wanting to work these nine to five jobs anymore. Most of these grocery stores and fast food restaurants or restaurants in general are shutting down, closing down as well. And also a lot of them are short staffed. So that's why your service takes much longer than it is. That's why when you go to the drive through, it takes more longer for your food to get done because, um, of course, there's a lot of people ordering stuff, difficult orders, but also a lot of times these food, these places don't even have certain products. Like if you go to the drive-thru, you'd be like, hey, can I get a number one? And they'll just be like, oh, sorry, we don't have any beef right now. Or we don't have any bacon. Or we're out of bread. You, you know, like, oh, we're out of cheese, we're out of lettuce. Like simple stuff, right? So it just shows you 
that this food shortage is crazy because there's a there's a short supply of a lot of stuff like beef, pork, um, milk, cheese, like all types of different products that a lot of these stores, restaurants and fast food places use. There's shortages on it um, because those things cost a lot. And of course, with inflation, the price of these things are higher. So now restaurants and local businesses have to pay higher for simple products or for less of the actual product itself. And that just makes it hard on doing customer service, you know. And with the labor shortage, with a lot of people quitting jobs and things of that nature, that just makes everything kind of bad, too, because now you don't have people servicing things. You got people doing overtime. You got a lot of people doing more work for less money or or no tips at all. And it's just very stressful overall in the times that we're in, you know. And very, very difficult for many different people out there, you know. Everyone's situation is different. Everyone's financial situation is pretty challenging and rough because everyone's dealing with rent bills or car notes or mortgage or, you know, got to get that rent in or taxes, you know, take care of the kids, you know, all these expenses, you know. It's kind of like nowadays you barely have money for yourself because you always have to uh, keep the lights on. You got to keep the water on, right? And it's just very challenging and hard out here, man. And from a spiritual standpoint, um, it's basically prophecy being fulfilled because in the Old Testament, there was many forefathers and prophets who prophesied about famine being um, happening on the land and God bringing famine into the earth. And also evildoers and wicked people um, robbing the poor and taking all the resources and doing corrupt things and making money off of it. So, you know, famine has been prophesied and you're starting to see that more often. You're starting to see the direction this country is going and the world is going. In certain parts of the world, there's already famine going on. The news isn't talking about it. Um, like certain parts of Africa, there's famine. I think Venezuela had currency issues and bankruptcy issues and um, resource issues as well. I think um, so all these other small countries, all the parts of the world, they're all having different issues with resources and food and simple necessities of life and the water supply and stuff like that because from top down everything's out of order and a mess and the economy and is just down the drain so from a spiritual aspect you know famine is something that has been prophesized famine is a curse um famine can be as a punishment and a sign from god and also it could be karma and judgment from the most high as well um but all in all you know let us like keep God first. Let us have a relationship with the most high. Let, let him provide for us, okay? Because the world can't give us what God can, all right? This system don't care about us, okay? This system, the government, this, this, this world, this matrix don't care about any of us. We have to care about the most high because he cares about us. He's the true provider. He's the one who knows our needs and meets it and exceeds it, okay? We serve an abundant God, you know? So he does things exceedingly that we could think of, all right? And we have to rely on the Lord, not man, not system, okay? Trust in the Lord with all you, lean on the Lord and, and, and just trust on him all the time, all right? So all these things going on with inflation and supply chain crisis and empty shelves in the grocery stores and food callbacks as well. And I don't know if y'all watch the news, but there's also food callbacks on salmonella and like pork or certain products certain cheeses certain beefs i don't know if y'all watch that but there's callbacks on things like that so a lot of food is contaminated and tainted you see so 
Um, we live in a real sick world, man. We live in a very messed up world with these manufacturing companies and these factories. We don't really know what they be doing in the in the factories, man. We don't know what they be doing with the food. We don't know who be touching it, who be contaminating it. It's just so much that goes into that. You get what I'm saying? But all in all, it's just overall chaos, man. And what I want to do from now is I just want to read some scriptures um, based off famine. And in the Old Testament, the Lord would use famine to punish people and take things away from people who didn't obey him and all that. But also, God was still providing, looking out for his people through famine. He was still providing for his chosen people. He was still providing for his faithful, uh, loyal people, okay? So this is why I always stress to y'all about getting baptized. I always stress to y'all about getting the Lord and repenting and having a relationship with him and doing better. Because as these times get harder and more challenging, you want your relationship with God to be much better. Okay, not just for the sake of fear or just wanting things from him, but just for the, for your own sake, all right? Just for your own health and, and for your afterlife, all right? Because why would you want to go through all this crazy stuff on earth and then go to hell afterwards, all right? Why not repent, get baptized, do better, so that way your judgment and your afterlife can be a bit more decent than the current life you live in right now, you know? Let's really have a strong relationship with God, man, and understand that he will provide for us. He knows what we, we should, you know what I mean? He knows all of our needs, all right? So I'm going to read some scriptures regarding about famine and just go from there. The book of Psalm, chapter 37, verse 19. They will not be ashamed in the time of evil, and in the days of famine, they will have abundance. The book of Amos, chapter 8, verse 11. Behold, days are coming, declares the Lord, when I will send a famine on the land, not a famine for bread or a thirst for water, but rather for hearing the words of the Lord. Now, let's see. The book of Exodus, chapter 13, verse 5. It shall be when the Lord brings you to the land of the Canaanite, the Hittite, the Amorite, the Hivite, and the Jebusite, which he swore to your fathers to give you a land flowing with milk and honey, that you shall observe this right in this month. The book of Joel the book of Joel, chapter 2, verse 12 through 17. Yet even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, and with fasting, weeping, and mourning, and rend your heart and not your garments. Now return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger, abounding in love and kindness, and relenting of evil, who knows whether he will not turn and relent, and leave a blessing behind him, even a grain offering and a drink offering for the Lord your God. Blow a trumpet in Zion. Consecrate a fast, proclaim a solemn assembly, gather the people, sanctify the congregation, assemble the elders, gather the children and the nursing infants. Let the bridegroom come out of his womb. Let the bridegroom come out of his room. Let the bride come out of her bridal chamber. Let the priest, the Lord's ministers, weep between the porch and the altar. And let them say, Spare your people, O Lord, and do not make your inheritance an approach, a reproach, a byword among the nations. Why should they among the people say, where is their God? The book of Revelation, chapter 6, verse 8. I looked and behold, an ashen horse and he who sat on it had the name death and Hades follow, following with him. Authority was given to them over a fourth of the earth to kill with the sword and with famine and with pestilence by the wild beasts of the earth. You see, that Revelation scripture is really what's going on right now. Okay, it's not going on full form, but it's manifesting towards it because we have to remember in these end times, in these last days, this is just the, the this is just the beginning of the sorrows. This isn't even 
<laughs> like, like we're all tripping and bugged up by this right now. This ain't even, this just the beginning. This just a warm up. This ain't even the real thing. Okay, like God is going to pour out his wrath. He's going to pour out that real judgment that you saw in Exodus, Moses and Pharaoh was doing. He's going to pour that out. Like we're going to see raining locusts, raining frogs, um, a famine, like hornets, all types of crazy stuff, bro. Revelation talks about all those things, you know, all those different wraths of bows of wrath for the most high. Those angels of death, those angels that work for the Lord, they're going to be really, they're going to be really pulling tricks out their sleeve, bro. The stuff they're going to be doing to show you how real God is and who people should have repented and man, they're they going to feel it, bro. You know what I'm saying? So the sword, the famine, the pestilence, I'm telling you, the most high not playing, man. The book of Revelation, chapter 18, verse 8. For this reason, in one day her plagues will come, pestilence and mourning and famine, and she will be burnt up with fire for the Lord God who judges her strong. All right, let's see. So the book of Psalm chapter 107, verse 33 through 40, 34, he changes rivers into a wilderness and springs of water into a thirsty ground, a fruitful land into a salt waste because of the wickedness of those who dwell in it. Now let's go from here, right? The book of Jeremiah chapter 51, verse 36, therefore thus says the Lord, behold, I am going to plead your case and exalt, exact full vengeance for you. And I will drop her seat and make her fountain dry. Okay, now, the book of Ezekiel, chapter 4, verse 17, because bread and water will be scarce, and they will be appalled with one another and waste away in their iniquity. The book of Ezekiel, chapter 7, verse 15, the sword is outside, and the plague and the famine are within. He who is in the field will die by the sword. Famine and the plague will also consume those in the city. The book of Hosea, chapter 4, verse 10. They will eat, but not have enough. They will play the harlot, but not increase, because they have stopped giving heed to the Lord. The book of Job, chapter 15, verse 23. He wanders about for food, saying, where is it? He knows that a day of darkness is at hand. All right, so as you can see throughout the Old Testament, you see all the prophets like Ezekiel, you know, Daniel, Isaiah, you know, Job, all these men of God, God was showing them visions of right now. He was showing them famine and pestilence and a sword. He was, she was showing God's, he was, they was having visions of God's wrath. They were having visions of people not being able to have the supply or the needs or the resources. You see, you see this going on more and more than ever. The homeless, the housing crisis housing shortage, evictions, supply and demand shortages, inflation. You see all this stuff, the homeless rate, empty shelves in grocery stores. Y'all see these things going on, right? That shows you these end times that we're in. This is just the beginning of the sorrows, you know. Down the road years from now, there's going to be no more junk food, no more snacks, no more fast food, none of that. Because all the stuff that we're eating is not natural anyway. So eventually everything has to run its course. Eventually people aren't even going to work in these factory jobs anymore. It's going to be a lot of robots and high-tech stuff doing it. And eventually everything's going to run out. Technology, man, people wanting to work jobs, all those things are going to run its course. So services and products and goods can't be distributed the way it can, which is going to affect the consumer, us who likes to buy and consume and eat. 
is going to affect all of us, man. Especially people with different appetites or different blood sugar levels and people with different health conditions and health issues that need certain foods to survive, you know. But we have to remember that we can't just survive off bread alone. We have to survive off the word of God, okay? The word of God is going to keep us alive. It's going to keep us going. Obeying the most high, having that relationship is going to keep us going. Because no matter how things are looking on the outside or inside, the Lord is still with us and he got us, man. You feel me? Like God is going to do very powerful things for us, to, for his followers, for his people, all right? So there's this food shortage, this the supply chain crisis, this stuff is hitting home hard, man. And a lot of people are distracted and not really paying attention to catching on to these things. But eventually it's going to hit really hard, man. And trust me, it's not going to be pretty. Because if there's famine going on in certain cities and certain parts of the world, certain countries, imagine a big country like America, all 52 states, 330 million plus people with no food, no food, going through a famine. People are going to lose their mind. People are going to go crazy. You see what I'm saying? People are already bugging out over a mask. People are bugging out over a little vaccine. People are bugging out over this little corona stuff. Imagine when there's no food. When the babies can't eat nothing. When you can't eat nothing. When your parents, your family, your friends, they can't eat nothing. What's going to happen? When people, blood sugars ain't right, people don't think right. When people are not full or hydrated, people not in their right mind. What happens when someone's hungry? They get violent. When someone doesn't eat or drink, they don't stay calm. They on edge. They do. They, 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 you know, their nerves ain't right. So what's going to happen through this famine is that people are also going to get violent with it as well. And people are just going to all turn on each other for the lack of resources and lack of supplies. And they're just going to take it out on each other and hurt each other. You see what I'm saying? So all these things that you see in these like sci-fi movies, these apocalypse movies, they're foreshadowing what's going to come, you know? And some of these sci-fi movies be a little over the top of extra, but none, but base, they base it off of prophecy, okay? And when you watch movies like Bird Box, you know, and They Live, and all these different sci-fi movies, end-of-the-world movies, you see like an end-times type of vibe to it. You get what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, it's all spiritual. It's all biblical. This stuff is bigger than race. It's bigger than skin color. It's bigger than gender. This thing is spiritual. This is all humanity, Okay. Elders, middle-aged people, young people, teenagers, children, babies are all going to get affected by this. All right? Let us all escape God's wrath and God's vengeance and his judgment. And let us all repent and get the most high and have a relationship with him, man. And keep our eyes on the prize and stay focused for him. And trust him to provide us with stuff that this world can't give us, okay? I pray to God that whoever listens to this I pray that you get baptized and you start your life for the Lord. I pray that things get, I hope that you stay strong each day. I pray that your relationship with God gets better. I pray that you improve as a person. I pray that you get more spiritual and stronger for the Lord and that um, you become God, all that God wants you to be. And you get all you get and get all the wisdom that you can and stay ready for whatever, all right? I'm Jarvis Kings. I got much love for y'all. God bless y'all. Peace. <laughs>
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.